This is the Healthy Free Life Show, where you're going to learn a new way to eat and live healthy for the glory of God. I'm your health coach, Katrina Sequenzia, and I'm on a mission to help Christians get healthy, ditch disease, lose weight, and find food freedom. So if you're ready to get healthy and free so you can live that abundant life that you've been promised, then let's do the thing. There are some big mistakes that many people make when it comes to sugar, and that is thinking that first, a calorie is a calorie, so it doesn't matter if I eat sugar calories. Or two, they don't connect the dots between the burdensome health issues that they are experiencing, such as low energy, pain, brain fog, disease, excess weight, and they're not connecting it to what they are eating, and oftentimes not understanding that sugar is at the root of many of their concerns. Or the thinking and believing that it is impossible to give up sugar or simple carbs, especially when cravings are crazy and life is stressful. Or worse, thinking about not really wanting to give up sugar, believing that it brings joy and comfort. And listen, I get it. It's not your fault. The diet, food, health industry, and even the government have been telling you that sugar and processed carbs are healthy and make you happy and bring comfort. Even Coca-Cola tells us that Coke can be part of a healthy lifestyle. And Cracker Barrel's billboards tell you that their food is comfort food. Listen, I could go on. And it's so easy to fall into the trap because of all that we've heard, seen, and learned in this last several decades. And listen, if you stay stuck in these beliefs about sugar, you could actually end up never getting healthy and become more burdened as the years go on. We must break free from sugar and its hold on us. In this episode, I want to open your eyes to the reality of sugar and its toxic effects. But most importantly, I'm going to give you some simple homework to start breaking up with this sweet substance that is killing us. First, Let's talk about the reality of sugar consumption in the United States, and I'm sure it's, it's similar in other countries as well. Both the American Heart Association and the World Health Organization recommend no more than 25 grams of sugar per day. So that equates to no more than six teaspoons of sugar. Now, this doesn't mean we should eat 25 grams of sugar. This means that we should eat no more than 25 grams of sugar. But here is the reality. Adults are consuming 88 grams of sugar per day, which equates to 22 teaspoons. And what's sad is our kids are eating 128 grams of sugar, which equates to 35 teaspoons of sugar per day. So instead of just eating six teaspoons or less, they're eating 35 teaspoons of sugar. And listen, if you have kids like I do, I get it. It is so hard to keep your kids from eating sugary things all day. All they want is the sugary things. Their friends have it. It's everywhere that they go. It's everywhere that we are. It is a constant battle that's raging. Okay, so for us adults, the average adult is consuming 22 teaspoons. Remember, the recommendation is no more than six teaspoons. So let me do some math for you. 22 teaspoons a day equates to more than three pounds of sugar per week. That's three pounds of sugar coursing through your veins every single week. Mind you, this is a substance we do not need. It is not required for life. 
Let me just compare it. Our ancestors couldn't get their hands on sugar like we can. It wasn't in every single food at the grocery store. It wasn't in every product on the shelves. So they only consumed four to six pounds of sugar per year. So what they consumed in one one year, we are now consuming in one to two weeks. So it should be no surprise to you that we are suffering from diseases that our ancestors never did. And if you were to add up all that weekly sugar that we're currently consuming, it would equate to 130 pounds of sugar a year and 3,550 pounds of sugar in our lifetime. That is one and a half tons of sugar in our life. Basically, just back up the dump truck and pour it in. This constant flow of sugar in our daily lives, it is not bringing us health. It is bringing us harm. And it is directly linked to preventable diseases like obesity, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, inflammatory and autoimmune diseases, chronic pain, dementia, strokes, depression, and more. But you might be thinking, Katrina, I don't eat that much sugar. Mm, Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Studies show that many adults have no idea how much sugar that they're eating. And when asked, they dramatically underestimate the actual amount. So case in point, when I first started working with a client and I had her start tracking her sugar intake, she was shocked to discover that she reached 25 grams of sugar for the day before heading out the door for work in the morning. It was simply her teaspoon of honey and her green tea and her quote unquote healthy yogurt and granola on top that she had hit her max. So why is this? Why do we underestimate the sugar we are consuming? Because I doubt we're just sitting there eating 22 teaspoons of sugar out of the sugar bag every day. So where is, all, where is it all coming from? Well, it's hiding in all of those processed packaged foods that are on the grocery, grocery store shelves. Did you know that 74% of the packaged foods in the stores contain some form of sugar? And because there are over 200 different names for sugar, you might have missed that sugar was even hiding in there. Sugar, in one of its various names, is in obvious things that you would suspect, like soda and cookies and ice cream. But it's also in less suspected items, like cereal, salsa, ketchup, bread, yogurt, meat, chicken soup, crackers, and more. As a country, we are so dependent on these processed, convenient foods, and we have lost the art of cooking God's glorious foods from scratch and have handed over the reins to the food industry, whose primary purpose for producing these foods is profit, not health. And the government has allowed the food industry to get away with it. It was in the 1970s that dietary fat was blamed for heart attacks and obesity. Well, something that they also said is that sugar is nothing more than harmless, empty calories. And because it has less calories than fat, sugar isn't bad for you. The federal government's dietary guidelines convinced us to replace our eggs, beef, and butter with things like cereal, bread, orange juice, and more starch and sugar-laden foods. And we did it. Low fat was all the rage. Some of us are still following that advice. The food industry happily helped us with our endeavor. They removed all the fat from the processed foods, labeled them as fat-free. But here's the problem. 
when you take the fat out of food, it doesn't taste as good any longer. It's kind of like cardboard. So what's the food company to do? They got to figure out a way to make it tastier so they can sell more product. And so how do they do that? Well, they're going to add some sugar to it. Oh, so much better when they added the sugar. So the government just gave the food industry a license to pour unlimited amounts of sugar into the food supply. And here's the problem. The government's advice was dead wrong. Heart disease, diabetes, and obesity did not get better. It got worse. And what's sad is that these misguided recommendations have not changed much over the last 50 years. And millions of people have died unnecessarily as a result. And millions more are still alive and are living diseased, burdened, and depressed. That might even be you. This is not abundant living that we've been promised. In the episode show notes, I'm going to link some great documentaries, and I would love for you to consider watching them because they uncover the truth and shed some light as to what's really happening with sugar and why it is in everything from bread to baby formula. So definitely check those out. They can be life-changing. So what did the government miss about sugar? They basically said a calorie is a calorie, and many people still believe that this is true, but they were wrong. Sugar is completely different from other macronutrient calories due to the way it is processed in our bodies. Now, I could take you to biochemistry class here and tell you all about how this is processed, and I probably will do that in a future episode. But for now, I'm just going to give you the simplistic things that are happening when you eat sugar or processed carbs, okay? So after you eat sugar or processed carbohydrates, such as bread and pasta, really it doesn't matter. It, it all turns quickly to sugar. So your body then digests and processes them and the sugar gets converted into glucose and it enters your bloodstream. This quick rush of sugar sets off a spike and then a plunge in insulin production. Insulin is the hormone whose job it is to get sugar molecules into the cells that it needs for energy and then to store the excess sugar <laughs> as fat. So if we do this to our bodies every day, this constant roller coaster of sugar coming in and then insulin rising and spiking as a result, it's going to lead to a host of negative symptoms and diseases. In the short term, sugar consumption leads to everyday complaints that we have like constant cravings for more sugar, exhaustion, mood swings, brain fog, pain in our muscles and joints, poor digestion, anxiety and depression, sleep issues, and even wrinkly skin and so much more. But here's the thing, in the long term, elevated insulin from sugar intake makes us gain weight, prevents fat loss because it doesn't let the fat out of the fat cells. It slows our metabolism and eventually leads to insulin resistance where our cells no longer respond to insulin. And then this is where diseases start to set in. Diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, elevated triglycerides, heart disease, dementia, just to name a few. Oh, did I surprise you that sugar is what's related to high cholesterol and elevated triglycerides? It's not the fat nor the cholesterol you're eating. Listen, we've got to connect the dots. If you learn just one thing from me, it is this. Your diet is directly linked to most all of the diseases and health concerns and burdens that you are struggling with or will be struggling with in the future. And sugar and processed foods are what are primarily responsible and at the root of them all. You need to know this. What you eat, it matters. 
with every bite you take, you get to decide health or harm. We need to see sugar and processed foods for what they are, harm. But it can be so hard for us to wrap our heads around that. How much harm these foods are actually bringing. Maybe you are just used to feeling awful all the time. You're tired, achy, and depressed, and you don't even realize that feeling better is even a possibility or what that might even feel like. Or maybe you don't struggle with the diseases I mentioned yet, and it seems so far off that your brain cannot imagine the future possibility, not realizing that every meal that you eat, every bite you take today will bring you a step closer to that reality. Or maybe you are already burdened with one of these preventable diseases that I mentioned. I sure was. And you just accept that that's how it's supposed to be and that this is your lot. Maybe your mother had diabetes and now you have it or you have prediabetes and it it just is what it is. And while maybe kind of you know that your diet and lifestyle contributed to your condition, no one has really educated you as to what extent or how really to change the way you eat. You see, in our healthcare system, instead of helping to prevent or reverse disease, it's we're only trying to treat disease in our healthcare system. And I was a registered nurse. I was not educated on how to help my patients reverse and prevent disease. I was just taught how to help them learn to live with their diseases and manage their medications. The medical community's biggest weapon against disease is medications. You have high blood pressure, here's a pill. You have joint pain, Here's an anti-inflammatory. Have diabetes? Here's insulin. Before you know it, you're 70 years old and you're on 33 different medications. Once we get to that point, we are so burdened mentally, physically, and spiritually that we don't want to change the way we eat at all. My husband, Chris, is a physical therapist and he used to go to people's homes to treat them. These dear patients were burdened with preventable diseases. We live in the Bible Belt, so many of these patients that he treated are good Christian people with a Bible at their side table, but no longer able to leave their homes. And it's not as if they were all 95. Many of them were in their 50s and 60s. You see, this is affecting us younger and younger and younger. Because he was in their homes, Chris was able to see how they ate. Often, many of them primarily ate and drank processed foods only white bread, soda, cookies, and surprisingly, a lot of moon pies. And in an effort to try to help them, he would educate them on the link between what they were eating and their current condition and encourage them to make healthier choices. But 10 times out of 10, they had no desire to change. And many of them would say things like, I'm going to die anyways, I may as well enjoy life. Or, don't take the one thing that I have left that brings me happiness. Listen, this is not living. This is just not dying. It doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to feel like garbage. Diseases are preventable. And most importantly, diseases can be reversed. Or at minimum, the burdens of the symptoms released. We must break free from these physical burdens of disease, excess weight, and low energy because you and me, we've got some good work to do and we need healthy hands and feet of Jesus in order to do it. And let me ask a question. Where do we get the notion that sugar brings happiness, that food brings joy and comfort? This is so far from the truth. It is time to see sugar for what it really is 
a substance that is just as addictive as cocaine, and it is destroying us. So I've got some homework for you. I'm not going to leave you here, but we got some stuff to do. This week, here's what I need you to do. I need you to start looking at labels on your foods that you are eating. And specifically, I want you to focus in on the sugar. I want you to look at the total sugar grams in all of the foods that you eat. Total sugar grams. The only foods you don't need to worry about looking at labels are, are for the whole fruits and vegetables. Don't worry about how much sugar is in the, in the strawberries. Don't worry about how many sugars are in your sweet potatoes. Because listen, fruits and veggies, those aren't our problem. It's all the processed foods that are our problem. What I want you to do is I want you to start writing down the total grams of sugar in the actual serving size you're eating. So how much are you eating? I want you to look at the serving size and then I want you to start tracking those results. Keep track on a piece of paper or on a sticky note on your phone. So start writing down the total grams of sugar in the actual serving size you are eating. So if you're eating uh, some wheat thins, like how many wheat thins is a serving and according to the box, and then how many are you actually eating? So go ahead and be sure to calculate the actual amount you're eating. And then I want you to keep track of this total amount, maybe on a piece of paper, a sticky note, or write it in your phone. And then at the end of the day, I want you to tally this up. Again, don't worry about fruits and veggies. They're not our problem. Now, to remind you of what the recommendations are, we should be consuming no more than 25 grams of sugar per day. For some of you, you will be shocked at how much you are consuming. For instance, my Healthy Free Life Academy student, Patricia, she did this assignment of counting sugar grams and was shocked to discover that she was consuming 241 grams of sugar per day. That is 57 teaspoons of sugar every single day. (laughs) Crazy, right? Well, she got to work and began reducing sugar with the tools that I had given her inside of the academy. And she was able to get down to 50 grams. And now she is working to get down to 25 grams. Never did she think she would be able to do this. Can you imagine the difference in her life going from 241 grams of sugar down to 25 grams or less per day? This is life-changing. Listen, it is possible to ditch sugar. Even if you have constant cravings for sugar and carbs, and you believe that this is what brings you your life joy and comfort, it is possible to ditch it. We can conquer cravings. So listen, if you've got food cravings for no matter what it is, that food is just a must, whether it be sugary foods or processed carbohydrates, whatever it might be, and you know that these are preventing you from succeeding at ditching sugar and processed food, and it's preventing you from experiencing life and freedom from all of the burdens that you're experiencing, then I have another homework assignment for you. I want you to tune in to the next episode, episode number 28, where my husband, Chris, and I are going to be diving in to all things cravings because it is not what you think. It is more, it is a body, mind, spirit approach that we must take when it comes to cravings. And we're going to be diving in. We're going to be talking about why we crave and desire sugar and carbs. What's really going on and why is it so hard to ditch sugar? Because when you know what's going on in your body and brain as it relates to sugar, what's going to happen is you're going to be able to make changes that will impact its hold on you once you really understand. And this is what we're going to be talking about. 
And then most importantly, we're going to give you some steps to take to conquer those cravings and ditch sugar so that you can get healthy and live free. So I have an important question for you. Are you subscribed to the podcast? If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or you're listening to something like Spotify, wherever it is that you are listening, be sure to subscribe or follow the Healthy Free Life Show. So this way you'll get notified as soon as we release our next episode. Listen, we love teaching you and don't want you to miss a thing. And so now let me leave you with this from Titus 2, verse 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Until next time. Bye for now.